This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only, and it is not meant for substitution or replacement of professional medical or health advice. This podcast may contain explicit language, taboo topic, controversial ideas, and triggering points of view. So we invite you to respect what is being shared, even if you don't agree. If you resonate with anything is being shared in today's show, please feel free to apply it into your own life. If not, we invite you to let it go. Welcome to the Mastering Life, Relationship and Intimacy podcast with Lucia Gabriela, a sacred space which means it's free of judgment, where we come together to learn and explore how to awaken, unleash, and unlock our inner master self. These podcasts feature experts in topic of life, relationship, and intimacy. In life, we will explore topics on health, wellness, nutrition, fitness, yoga, and spirituality. In relationship, we'll explore topics on self-love, being single, dating, online dating, romantic partnership, marriage, uncoupling, divorce, parenting, polyamory, family and work relationship, and money. In intimacy, we'll explore topics on tantra, secret sexuality, eros, conscious adult entertainment, kink, and BDSM. I am your host, Lucia Gabriela, a relationship and intimacy coach, integrative somatic therapist, tantra facilitator, speaker, co-author, and founder at Nuna Holistic Retreat Center in Sarasota, Florida, where we offer integrated therapists for individuals and couples to awaken, reignite, and embrace their true power. To learn more about any of my transformational coaching and somatic experiences, immersion weekend, and couples retreat, go to www.luciagabriela.com. And today's episode is about From Single to Soulmate, Vanishing Your Block to Love with Marla Martinson. Marla Martinson is a professional matchmaker, dating coach, and the author of the spiritual memoir, The Buddha Made Me Do It, a field guide to enlightenment. Mala is also a Reiki crystal healer and host of a two channel called Cosmic Conversation. She has appeared on countless radio and TV shows, including the Today Show, and Coast to Coast AM with George Nuri. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, composer Adolfo John Alexis. You can connect with Marla at www.marlamartinson.com. So welcome, Mala, to another amazing episode. Um, how are you doing today? Hi, Lucia. Thanks for having me. Well, we're really excited about today's conversation, which is about from single to soulmate, vanishing your blocks to love. So excited. It's blocks, exactly. <laughs> Such yes. a perfect time because we are reaching to pretty much the end of the year, and that's when we, all of us, I don't know if the audience is aware, we create rituals about purging, destroying, and creating what is holding us back. So next year, we start all fresh and new, and I love that. So perfect, perfect time for your conversation today. Exactly. I love it. 
<laughs> and I would like uh, to learn a little bit more about you. How do you got involved into this conversation, this topic? Like, how are you helping? I, I understand you help women. So tell us more about you and how you've been helping women all this time. Yeah, well, I'll tell you first, um, I for 17 years. I can't believe it. I got into it around 2001, 2002, after uh, 20 years of acting slash waitressing. So <laughs> I wanted to, when I came up on age 39, I said, I've had enough 20 years in the restaurant business. Can't put on another waitress apron. That's it. I've some, there's got to be something else out there for me, something where I can help people. I can bring out some other talents. And I asked the universe, I did a lot of praying and affirmations and all this uh, kind of stuff that I love to do, this magical stuff. And uh, matchmaking came into my world, just kind of dropped in my lap. Uh, my husband had a friend who was in the business, and they gave, she gave me a part-time job. And I ended up uh, working in Beverly Hills for many years as a matchmaker. And then starting my own business in 2010 from my house, a little boutique matchmaking service for, for high-end affluent men. And then the women can be in the database for free. They're looking for their soulmate, long-term relationship or marriage. I, I partnered with my wonderful business partner, Fred Lee Antosh, in 2011. She's in San Diego, and she does the memberships and contracts, and then I do the matching. So we're a fabulous team. But as the uh, years went by, and, and just really the last couple of years, I started thinking, because I noticed that a lot of these women that I'm matching up with my guys are women that I met 17 years ago, 15, 16, 17 years ago, coming up on two decades ago, and they're still single. They're beautiful. They're smart. They've, they're, they've got a great personality. And I thought, this is not right. <laughs> Here they're coming up on... Uh, 50, 60 years old and they want a soulmate and it's not working somehow. Maybe they're in a relationship for six months or a year but then it breaks up and they must have gone on hundreds of dates over the years. And so I thought, why is this? Uh, what can I do about it? So I worked all year. I'm still perfecting this but it is so exciting. I developed a six-week one-on-one coaching program with me for a single women called from single to soulmate and it's not only do we work on the practical I'm going to take a look at the ladies photos their bio their profile what are they doing on the dates all of that but we're going to clear some blocks from childhood past life uh, maybe they were there's a, a lot of things that happen to us that shut us down or put up blocks against love it could be uh, coming from uh, an abusive home uh, an alcoholic home, maybe there was no father in the picture, maybe they were bullied in school, maybe in a relationship they were uh, abused or cheated on or left or whatever. There's there's a, a lot of things that could happen that subconsciously we keep holding on to and block. So like you were talking about ritual rituals and magical things we can do, there's a lot of modalities that I'm going to be doing with people to, to remove the blocks, a lot of forgiveness, and it's going to be fun. So I am so excited to uh, help ladies uh, clear up this, clear up any mess they have, right? I've had to do a lot of work on myself. You know, I was bullied in school in sixth grade. I remember what a profound um, effect it had on me for years, thinking I wasn't good enough. So even things that you might not think ha would have an effect so many years later, they do. So uh, I encourage the men to get coaching too. But, you know, I notice that women are more more open to working on 
themselves, especially with, with these magical uh, rituals. So this is the perfect time because we're coming into January where everybody makes their resolutions. I'm going to find love this year. Valentine's is coming up. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> awesome. So excited for you. I can see your excitement and your bubbling energy. Uh, I really appreciate that. So, um, okay, so now let's go into the practical aspect of helping our listeners and our viewers um, to start working on releasing, clearing, purging, destroying and creating what is holding them back from actually attracting and being in the most amazing incredible relationship that uh, they desire to be. Uh, what would be the first thing that um, you feel that people are not addressing that should be addressing at a deeper level? Because I, I'm a deep worker, meaning I kind of like to go deep. I go work deep and I like, I take the plunge and and all this work is going to get done, and but it's done. One is done, it's done. And we don't have to go back back into it. That's me. That's like I am a deep person. Uh, uh, and sometimes, like we're afraid of of that. We we're not ready for that. There's so much preparation that need to to happen for somebody to go deep, deep. Um, so, what are things that you feel that somebody uh, can start working gently with themselves where they are in their life? I believe that everybody start where they are. Uh, some people can go deep, some people can go uh, gentle, little by little, and before they say yes to a deep dive. Right, and for me, it's it's a lifetime. I'm still working on myself. You know, I'm still discovering some things, forgiveness I need to do and things. I think a great thing that you can just do right now at the end of the year <clears throat> is clear clutter. Uh, uh, energetically you want your space to be clear I know for me I can if I'm I'm a writer as well I've written five books and I write articles and if I want to start creating and writing or creating a new program if my desk is messy if even my drawers are crammed if my closets I feel like I can't, it's stagnant and I can't create let things flow through me so just starting with uh Getting some things together, the holiday, time, the holiday time is good because then you can take things to the goodwill, you can donate things to homeless shelters or whatever, but start clearing out, clearing out your space, and then you're going to start clearing out yourself. So I love that. There's another uh, uh, kind of ritual which is very simple, which I love because I've noticed uh, self-esteem is an issue with women. Um, I'm going to give you an example that something just happened recently of, of a, a self-esteem issue that, that needs to be worked on. Um, I, I was talking to a beautiful uh, woman who was going to be in my database. She said we were talking about the dating she's been doing lately. She's online, which is great. And uh, she met a guy who she was going to go out with in two days. And they'd only spoken on chat um, I don't know if they'd spoken on the phone, but immediately he sent her a dick pic, you know, a photo of his penis, right? Mm. He sends, text that on over, you know. And I said, whoa, you know, whoa, back up, wait, wait, wait. And I said, you're going to go on the date? <laughs> and she said, well, I kind of didn't 
feel like it, but yeah, I don't want to be alone on a Friday night. And, and I'm like, what are you thinking? I mean, this guy, that, that his judgment his, that, that he's doing this, and you have a son, and you wouldn't want him to be around. And, and well, he said he was drunk when he did. I said, oh, great, he's drunk, and he sends pictures of his dick to, to a stranger. I said, this guy is horrible, don't you know? And I anyway, I, I thought she's still, I said, cancel cancel it please and and she and then I found out she did go and then I said how did you know how did it go and she goes well he got real handsy and so I ended up leaving well of course he did you're lucky she's lucky she didn't get raped but so just a simple thing like you know example of how that's a self-esteem issue not wanting to be alone on a Friday night willing to just go out with someone who is not up to her standard to so Here's a little ritual everybody could do right now, which I like for self-esteem. So water, like crystals, is programmable. Mm-hmm. Uh, water is programmable. And so you can take a, a, a glass of water, or I have this beautiful um, bottle with a crystal pod in it that I can charge up the crystals. You don't have to have that, but I love that. So um, take a bottle of water or a glass of pure water and then find something to focus on that's just makes you full of appreciation and love like I it's my dog Macy that makes me so like just burst with love for her which could be your child it could be anything and then focus that love into the water take your hands <clears throat> I'm a Reiki practitioner so I flow Reiki into it but you don't have to be attuned to Reiki we all have energy flowing through that focus it into the water for about two to three minutes and then drink the water and you're going to restructure the water in your body. We are like 60 to 60 percent water, and I read somewhere that our heart and our brain is about 73 percent water. So our heart, like over 70 percent water, we're going to reprogram that. So that's a simple way to um, reprogram ourselves for self-esteem and self-love. Yes, and one of the things that we don't know is that the spinal fluid, uh, what goes from like the spine, the spinal fluid that is in the spinal cord, actually is one of the most purest water that we can actually even uh, think of. It's like very, very pure, and um, it is such a when we do as a somatic therapist and we do um, cranial sacral work, you learn that it's like is that when the the water inside of the spinal fluid is in harmony. The rest of the body is in harmony. If that, you know, spinal fluid is 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 having some kind of stress, your whole body, your nervous system, everything else is gonna be stressed out. So I love that you brought up the the whole water uh, ritual because yes, um, I know that I don't remember the book clearly, but it's like doctors. Um, He's the Japanese doctor that. Oh, Moto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he had the, the the whole book about miracles of water, right? Correct. Um, yes. Yeah, he did. They did this this the the test where they t- take water and um, put love into it, like like I said, and then another glass of water or whatever container of water that they'd spew hate at it for like a week, and then they'd freeze it and put look in the microscope and the ones that they put love into it. it was beautiful like snowflakes beautiful crystalline structures and the ones that they said hate were it was very ugly mm-hmm. so they were yeah. structuring that and also like uh the music like if you got uh if you go to i can you repeat the name of the doctor uh i pronounced emoto yeah, I think it's Kasamuri yes it's Kasamuri emoto like you just go like look for the miracles of water the book yeah. and 
and then you will see the pictures of it and that that kind of like when I watch even a documentary that I would call um, what do the bleep uh, we what know about yeah, yeah what do the bleep we know about uh, when they show that about him and it was such an interesting documentary uh, that kind of opened up my eyes and see like the power of water and then when we think about it when he asked the question in the movie you know if your whole body is made of water like what do you think you thought they actually do into your whole body and yeah and it was yeah. really revealing. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, on top of that with a lot of attraction and everything, you're like, oh, my God, I'm the creator of my own reality. So, uh, you know, we have to have that, like, a tuning. So I love the self-esteem uh, ritual. Um, I love um, also to start clearing, um, purging, um, to clear our environment, Um the cloud around, I totally agree with you that when a cloudy mess, you know, like a cloud, um, a messy home is a messy mind, <laughs> I believe, you know, uh, a messy uh, drawer is a messy mind, a messy wardrobe is a messy... Your car, too, you know. Yeah. It's, tell a lot about somebody if you get in the car and there's a bunch of junk all over, you know, paper straws, but fast food containers and all yeah. That. yeah. I mean, you can, like, for for example, like, I'm a mom. I'm always had my daughter. I mean, my car can be a little dirty, but it cannot <laughs> right. be messy, you know. It can be the it can be dirty a little bit because of, like, I have a child who eats, which, you know, sure. driving school, she eats in the car, and sometimes you have spell everywhere. So it spills yeah. everywhere, but... But that's fine. Uh, but it's so important to really cre- clear that junk, that mess around us. Um, one other word that it was keep coming, uh, which I feel like is really important when it comes to clearing that canvas for love, which I call it, um, to attract a relationship into your life. Um, you were mentioning a lot about uh, forgiveness, you know, which I pretty much talk about acceptance and. Tell us more about that. Like, what do you feel that is so important to... Because in forgiveness, is to me, is a concept of letting go and accepting. Like, deeply letting go, no attachment, no no energetic cords anymore. And accepting and bringing compassion and love into it. Like, tell us more about why this is so important for uh, women and for men, for anyone out there. Well, when we carry resentment... Uh, bitterness, anger, and we might think, oh, I let it go, oh, it doesn't matter, but does it really, how, where is it in our bodies, where is it in our mind, in our psyches, in our subconscious, uh, the fact that maybe your ex, he's not paying child support, or he took you to court and took everything you had, or you found him in bed with your best friend, or your, uh, you know, dad split when you were eight, or there's things that maybe we feel human beings like to play the victim because we got to realize we're in this tapestry of uh it's it is like a tapestry you know everybody's got their role they've got their uh path they're doing the best they can they have their own pain their own hurts their own damage and but we like to say well he did that to me or she did that to me or that I'm in this position because of of them but really uh I had to learn taking responsibility of the men I picked uh, you know, I've had three marriages. I'm in a 17-year marriage now, uh, which I had to do a lot of work on to get that really on track because of my own stuff, too. But I was picking men who would cheat or verbally abuse me or 
And then I could easily say, well, that guy was a jerk, and, and uh, you know, they very mal- may well be, but I picked him. I, I, I chose to go out with him. I chose to move in with him. I chose to marry him. I chose to stay with him. Luckily, I didn't have any kids with him, but I had to say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I can't take, blame them. I had a big part in, in this, in, in the whole thing. So when women can take uh, responsibility that maybe they chose to have three kids with a guy who beat them up or who w- was a drug addict or whatever and say, you know, I, but not beat yourself up about it because we all do the best and the decisions we make at the time, but to realize, okay, that's where I was, those are the choices I made, so forgive yourself too. Mm-hmm. So we've got to know that um, everybody's on their path. So it's like, okay, that person maybe didn't treat me uh, the best, but I have to let them go with love to on their path and then heal yourself. Because any uh, resentment or bitterness we hold towards someone else, it's not hurting them. It is eating away at us and uh, reflecting our future decisions. Mm-hmm. Because I, I see men and women who will say, oh, my last... Uh, relationship was the person was da 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 so I'm not gonna you know they've got all these flags up looking at the next thing and then that poor other person they just want to be be regarded for themselves just taken it for who they are and not have that baggage of, of their past experience brought in and reflected onto them so it's you know so that's the, the forgiveness work that we've got to do and it's so uh, essential yes it- one of the things I love that you brought up is the aspect of responsibility, which is so important and so uh, critical uh, to move on in our lives. Uh, we cannot move on blissfully, I feel, without taking responsibility for what we have said yes to or what we have said no to. I totally resonate with the aspect of many times we fall into the victim mentality and we stay in the hood. I call it, we stay in the hood of the victim. So we stay in the victimhood mentality. And, you know, we're all victims. We all have had a victim experience, you know, experience. Right. And we just have that power to choose. Do we stay in it or we actually keep moving? And taking responsibility, I feel like it's one of those precious gifts that we can give to ourselves to say, I'm empowered and I chose this. Um there could be many reasons why we chose it. Sometimes we chose it without even knowing. And you know, uh, as somebody who has uh, who have a background in domestic violence and things like that, and you think yourself now and be like, "Well, my God, why did I do this?" Right? Well, at that point, I knew and I did what I thought was the best because that's what my wiring was, like my brain was. And you don't blame yourself. You're just like, "Well, that's where I was." Now it's a different story because now you're out of the situation. You clearly can see it better. You can see it from different perspective. Maybe you have done your work. Maybe you haven't done it. So the outlook is totally different. And still have that compassion for yourself and and treat yourself so good um, for anything that you have chose to do. Um, yes. And it's I love that you brought that. It's so important for. Our audience and for everyone who is looking to uh, attract an amazing partner into their life to know that they are in the power to choose mm-hmm. to live the way that they want they desire to live and right and, and even that I'll, I'll say it's interesting because some uh, self-esteem I, I know a woman who 
for years. So she's working as a waitress in a restaurant, and I used to work in the restaurant industry. And we wondered, why is she, let's just call her Jane, uh, why is Jane picking up all these extra shifts? She was working day and night, you know, uh, lunch, dinners, breakfast, working, working herself to the bone, and she was in debt, uh, credit card debt, like $80,000, and she was keeping herself in debt, so subconsciously she didn't, she figured this out in therapy, and it made so much sense, she did not feel worthy of being out of debt, so she would keep herself in debt, and then to punish herself, she'd have to work night and day to pay, because she was not going to do bankruptcy. She said, I made the debt, I'm going to pay pay the bills. But to punish herself, basically, she's working herself to the bone to pay that debt that she kept herself in. So subconsciously, we'll, we'll do things. Uh, women, I always encourage them, save your own money um, so that if anything happens, you can get your own apartment or because subconsciously sometimes women will keep themselves kind of uh, broke and then they have to stay in a situation that they're not uh, happy in or, or that's dangerous. So even if you save $20 a month or a week, just squirrel some away of your own so that you have that security, that power. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also from, you know, I don't know if your message is for uh, women who are in a relationship, trying to get out of a relationship, or just everyone, uh, um, every woman out there, singles or married. I also feel that it's important for every individual to be responsible for their finances. You know, one of the biggest mistakes that I have seen, uh, as, you know, and I did, is to get yourself in debt for your partner, like getting a new car, under your credit, your name, you you have great credit, they give it to you, they don't give it to them, and all of a sudden you end up in a divorce or, or in a situation where you have to return the car and and you, you're screwed for like seven yeah. years because you can't even get credit anymore because they screw you up. So I, I that's my first message to anyone anywhere it doesn't matter you're single you marry I personally you know invite people to really not be um, buy-in or getting yourself in debt for somebody else right well that thing about the car I mean my my neighbor said to us like a few months ago hey are you guys gonna get new cars and uh, my, my car is a 2006, it's perfectly fine, but it's paid off. My husband has a n- nice car from, I don't know, like eight years ago, it's paid off. No car no car payments, it's wonderful. And I'm like, no, I'm not getting a new car, I don't want a car payment. This is, you know, I'd rather take the money and put it towards my retirement account. But our culture, it's always get a new car, these payments, that, it's kind of pushes us to materialism. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's. I think things are shifting where we're really realizing that this, our spiritual life, um, connections with people, what's really important. So that's a good thing to start as the new year approaches to take a look at, I think. And, yeah, you want to go into finding that new person, going into a new relationship debt-free and building something for the future. Maybe you want to have money to travel and go to Paris or Venice and go in a gondola or have experiences together instead of being uh, bogged down with all these payments. It really, it's not sexy. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, when it comes to like the process of purging and clearing and destroying and creating what is not serving us, how important is 
uh, for us individuals to address our childhood um, before we get into a relationship because I from you know from my studies and research and working with individuals um, sometimes we see that our relationship is a reflection of our childhood in so many levels and something that uh, it was traumatic we carry it into our relationship and sometimes we don't realize that our, there have been behaviors that we got when we were children like we act to be loved the way that we act to be loved when we were children so as a child if you receive love by giving big temper tantrums when you are an adult that's the way that we're going to be looking for love giving big temper tantrums so the question is how important is to address that aspect of our childhood that inner child heal that part and what can individuals do something practical that you may be aware of or you have that you can you share with your clients so they can help to address that part themselves it it is when i got into this business i realized uh how profound it does have on your dating life and i notice uh lately a lot of my male clients will they'll will be talking about what they want in a partner and they and many of them say i want uh, to meet a woman who has a good relationship with her father because they they found out in past dates or relationships that women who felt abandoned by their father have daddy issues we call it and and there's a big problem there so then this is something I ask are your parents still married uh, you know do you have a relationship with them um, so I think one um, I'm not I've done this I don't teach it but breath work is um, phenomenal for uh, clearing emotions um, it can go you can go to uh, childhood and clear it out with breath work breath of fire uh, breath work so you could take a look Google that and um, find a breath work practitioner or do it uh, you could probably find some YouTube videos and do it along with the YouTube videos but it's it's not easy it can be very uncomfortable it's like you're breathing in <sighs> really getting oxygen oxygenating the whole body and you're laying there like we when I'd go and there's this wonderful woman in Los Angeles who does breath work um, sessions and it's very spiritual and you know it's dark and there's candles and she has some essential oils and we're laying on a yoga mat and we lay down with the blanket and and she'll lead the breath work and you'll be doing that that um, intense breath work and you can feel so we'll do it for like 20 minutes oh my gosh you feel the oxygen through your body you're vibrating your hands start um, almost like an engine and then they you know you get this tetany where your fingers even will curl up and you feel your hands tingling and you know something's going on there's some deep clearing work there and I know that breath work can can be transforming it can really change your life I'm so happy we brought this up because I need to do, be doing some breath work <laughs> but my friend Susanna, she does it. Uh, she calls it something else. But um, she always wants to do it. We do healing sessions on each other when she come over, and she always wants to lead me through some of this. And I'm like, no, I hate it. It's so uncomfortable. And um, but it's so important. A lot of these things went, can be uncomfortable. Uh, but it, afterwards, and every time I would go to one of these sessions, I'd say, that's the last time. I, I'm not doing this again while I'm doing it. I'm like, this, is, this, this sucks. And afterwards, I'm like, yes, I'll do it again. Because mm -hmm. feel that, that clearing. 
Yes, and like what you just mentioning, it's like so normal for all of us to have that resistance to the clearing. And it doesn't just happen like just going into the process of doing breath work, but it's so natural for us to resist that change, to resist the clearing process. So one of the things I would like to share with our community is that when you are in your clearing process of removing blockages that are holding you back from being the amazing relationship that you desire, you must become very conscious and aware and very loving to yourself that you're going to find resistant. And resistant is normal and it's natural. It's a natural process of survival because you're going to actually, you're extending yourself two more millimeters where you are. And when it comes to clearing and cleansing, it's like, a deeper it feels deeper because the cleansing process versus a growing process right so the growing process is like it's a little painful it's like you can feel it it still feel delicious but a clearing process it can feel really hell and just give yourself permission this is not a chemical process you know clearing and purging it's not just about clearing a removing block is it an alchemical process and anything that has to do with alchemy it's going to feel very fiery, you know. You also be going to work in with the element of fire. So I love when Marla brought the concept uh, and the whole ritual of inviting water because when you bring that water into your life, that water element into your drinking with love, and at the same time you are in this fire process of, you know, alchemy, um, it kind of help you to navigate this uh, more blissfully. So just be conscious with yourself. Journal, be conscious, be patient, and be loving to yourself that you are in a clearing process and you're going to find resistance. So don't hurt you, you know, don't punish yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. So I also... I love the that you brought up the breath work. It's 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 definitely one of the journeys that is like once you're in it, you're like, what the heck I'm doing? Why I'm doing this? <laughs> it's like, and once you're done, it's like, oh my god, this feels so orgasmic. Your body really feels like this energetic orgasmic experience. Um, I have experienced that every time that we do shigan. So shigan will be another um, practice that can do. Uh, people can look into shigan breathing. I believe. But also in Tantra, we do that a lot, and uh, uh, definitely. So we address the aspect of clearing your space, clearing your um, clutter. Uh, we also talk about breath work uh, that help you to remove and release um, energy that is stagnant from the past, from parent, uh, you know, from childhood. Uh, we also address the aspect of taking responsibility and realizing and owning that you chose whatever you chose at the moment for any circumstances and being kind. One of the energies I feel from you, Mala, is that you bring in awareness and kindness to the individual when they do in this process with the aspect of, of like, be kind to yourself when you're doing this. So this is awesome. Um, I feel like in short a period of time we have covered so much and people have so many tools and so many things that they can actually take into their, um, you know, they'll call the, the, the healing bag, right? Like carry right. that toolbox. in the, the toolbox and uh, apply it and, and keep up with it. So how can people find you and work with you, Mala? 
Um, they can find me at my website, marlamartinson.com, and uh, I have all my offerings there. I'm also a, an energy healer, and I do have clients all over the country that I do distance healing for, and it's just as effective as in person. Um, I, you know, different things they've said is they could feel someone touching them, they can feel heat, they sleep better, they they're more relaxed. Um, so I can do cleaning for instance for people. Uh, I do some angel readings. I you know do matchmaking. I do coaching. I've got books up there. My my book, The Buddha Made Me Do It: A Field Guide to Enlightenment, is my spiritual memoir that talks a lot about my journey and different uh, different spiritual modalities that I tried, and then I tell about it in here. So you might find in the book something that you want to try. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, things on there. I'd love for you to connect with me if you go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. You get a free guided self-love meditation, which I went into the studio. My husband's a composer. We put beautiful music to it, and you can listen to that. And it's self-love aff affirmations, and then there's an ebook with affirmations. And then once you're on my newsletter, I send one out about every 10 days. It's not spammy, but it's packed with freebies, with other meditations that I make for you. Uh, with videos, with um, things that, I, that that's going on, great information. So I encourage you to do that if you want to stay connected with me, and 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 uh, then you can do some deep diving with me if you choose to. <laughs> and my signature program from Single to Soulmate is there. Uh, that's a six-week program. I also have some smaller programs that where you can like there's one called Change Your Energy. Just go under Work with Me too, and there's things, and you can dip your toe in and do do a shorter. Uh, little program with me too if you want to do that so Thank I'm here you. For you I'm here to serve you and and excited to hear from anybody who if you have a question just email me my contact uh, email is on my website Thank you so much. I appreciate you for all the work, amazing work that you're doing and helping uh, individuals to be in that amazing relationship with themselves and with those that they're going to be attracting into their life. Thank you. Thank you, Sia. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's show. And if you have enjoyed it, please subscribe, share with your friends, and leave us an outstanding review. Until next time.